1: Welcome back to Women in Music. I'm your host, Millie Cotton, and today I'm here with Gala. Hi. Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you here. (laughs) Thank you. It feels very serendipitous because like Hmm. you replied to my email that I sent out on this amazing group called She Said So, which is basically a Women in Music forum if you've not heard of it. And I was like, no, surely not. Like surely that (laughs) can't be freed from desires, you know, artist, replying to my email. Honestly, I lost my shit. It was hilarious. <laughs> I no, I really did. I, like, sent a screenshot and sent it to my friends. I was like, is this a joke? Like, what is going on? And then you were like, I'm going to be in London.
0: Yes. Which, obviously, I had no that's idea. That's true. That was serendipity.
1: Yeah, so how amazing is that? How And
0: I you- love the comment that you put, because you said, uh, I interview... All great artists yeah. which happen to be female. Which just happened to be <laughs> <Just> female. <happened. laughs>
1: yeah. So how comes you're in London?
0: I am in London to work on new music.
1: That's exciting.
0: With a producer who lives here and some co-writers.
1: Yeah
0: and um, yeah very exciting um, I was in LA I lived I lived in Brooklyn for the past 27 years yeah. I went to America I, I was born in Italy but I went to America when I was 16 and uh, and uh, when I was in LA I, I met uh, someone at the label who said oh you should work with this guy in London because I was um, I just moved to Paris mm. for since a few months nice
1: that sounds yeah. really exciting yes um, I usually kick off the podcast with a quick fire round, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to like throw questions at you and the first okay, thing I that comes into mind, yeah. Some, you know, sometimes it doesn't always come straight away. <laughs> okay. um, if you could go anywhere tomorrow, where would it be?
0: In this moment, it would be LA because I am dying to record the vocals of a specific song.
1: Ah, amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there I have this guy I love to work with on vocals.
1: Yeah, Twitter or Instagram? Instagram what was the first song that you wrote
0: I wrote songs when I was a kid just for fun um so those will be my first songs but first song published
1: oh no the first song you wrote yeah the first song I wrote even if it was like
0: (laughs) ah yes the first song I wrote it just came to mind I was uh, actually every time I'm in in uh, in uh, England, I always think about, of course, the Beatles, just because my parents were listening to them and I grew up on them. Yeah. And my I had a present when I was like ten of a electric guitar, black electric guitar, probably a very cheap one, but it felt like a Ferrari to me. And I wrote my first song on the C uh, chord progression. Yeah. It was very simple. And it was called I Love You, La 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 (laughs) La. It was very Beatles. She loves me. Yeah.
1: Very simple. But I felt so cool with my guitar and my C chord progression. I don't know if you've seen it in the corner because I try and hide it. But I've got a pink Fender from when I was 14. I watched... um, what was it Lindsay Lohan was in this film oh my god I can't remember what it was called Freaky Friday mm-hmm. and she played guitar and I was like I must have a guitar yes. I must learn guitar for
0: me yeah for me it was Prince I think
1: that's so much cooler than Lindsay Lohan <laughs> no, in the movie
0: it doesn't matter <laughs> at least it's a woman reference which is great and actually I loved Prince because he had Wendy and Lisa yeah you had a woman at the guitar actually yes it's important for women to have role models I'm very happy for you know the girls now because they have role models mm. while when we grow up I remember trying to have, my young girls from primary school come to my apartment. Let's create a group. Let's form a group. I formed my first group. They really they weren't into it, yeah, and they didn't I just they just wanted to go see the boys play football, and we would be watching. I was like, I can't stay here. I remember being the only girls like, I'm not staying here watching the guys, and now I have to watch people play football because they're using my song <laughs> damn <laughs> I'm being punished.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest risk that you've taken?
0: when i was um uh, yeah 16 i moved to the united states without my parents
1: that's and a I, big deal, right? Yeah, like,
0: which now it sounds like everyone travels now, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to New York, I'm going to Every, the, the easiness of traveling, mm-hmm. uh, it's cheap, very cheap, it's, uh, you see on in the internet all these different places in the world, young people travel at 14, 15. I was in London actually when I was 13
1: yeah.
0: and I went to a dance school and everyone around me were in their 30s and I was 13. In a boarding dance, in a boarding school, mm. a dance school. So I was very, I was much a traveler, and at the time it was very rare for an Italian girl,
1: yeah,
0: only child. My parents were very, very open-minded, like crazily open-minded, you know, to to um, to a default if you want. But I was in Boston very early, yeah. yeah at Why sixteen. Boston? I went to study in a school, uh, but okay. you know, I, it's not like my parents came with me, and yeah. and at the time. The, it, you know, at 16, uh, living in another continent by yourself is a, is a different experience.
1: Yeah, it's I, still, I can only imagine. It
0: still is, but at the time it was even a bigger deal.
1: But now there's, you know, there's face... Because my parents are in Australia and I FaceTime them like, you know, pretty much every day. And right, at the time there was well, exactly. no email, no, yeah, no so iPhones, c- nothing. And to call abroad would have been really expensive.
0: Oh, And you would do it with coins. <laughs> so, I, I don't want to sound too old, man, but... <laughs> I'm not that all, but it happened so fast, technology, and it changed. Yeah, now you travel and you're on, on Skype or and whatever. It feels FaceTime. like
1: they could be next door. So, yeah, I imagine that's so different.
0: You're right. Would it's you a say perception of the world?
1: Yeah, late nights or early mornings? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, don't even ask me. I'm a musician. Late, late, late. Actually, early morning meaning 4 a.m. because yes. I'm still up. Yeah, no,
1: I can. Like, can <laughs> Totally relates to that one. Who was the last person that you text?
0: The last person that I text is the co-writer I have to work with tomorrow. Cool. And I told her I will send her some ideas. And the ideas are about, actually, uh, a new new findings of these letters of Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo wrote these letters not to her husband, lover, the famous uh, painter, but to another guy who... Um, she convinced to uh, call himself uh, with a female name, Sonia, Sonja yeah. so that she could write to him these passionate love letters and they had a long uh, love affair oh, wow. and they found these new beautiful letters and uh, I wanted to write a song about it.
1: Nice, yes, that sounds yes, like yes, it's going to be really cool Yeah. Um, what's
0: the worst bit about tour life? What? The worst bit about tour life uh, I um, I mean, for me, it's different because I, I have been independent for the past, uh, I don't know, 20 years. So mm. I don't have a tour agent and a manager and a label and they organize my tour. And so I have, they, 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 they tour, tour, tour. It's more like, oh, I have a gig here, a gig there. I organize it. I choose which one to do. Yeah. Uh, um, and also, uh, you know, I'm happy to do mm. shows when I have them. And I, so it's not like, oh, the label put me on a, heavy schedule of actually is the opposite is for a female artist yeah it's the fight is to get gigs as you know it's still like it's like what is it 10% of female artists are on tour yeah so but anyway when I'm on tour for me is waking up very early for flights if I have two shows back to back is waking up early after you went to it. so to me sleep is, is very important and uh, yeah, I find I mean, it difficult to sleep same I don't know if you're Can like me where
1: like if you can't fall asleep then you just let yourself sleep into really late during the day I mean yeah it's being I'm creative. creative at night, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, very
0: productive at night?
1: <laughs> who would play you in a movie?
0: Who will play? I, I, I love um, um, this actress, uh, German actress but famous in France, uh, Romy Schneider. Mm.
1: Yes, I, d- I don't know who that is, I like but Romy I'll have to a Google. What's a song that reminds you of childhood?
0: A song. The Beatles, Father McKenzie, <laughs> I look at all the lonely people. Such that that line, I don't know why. And I was thought it was so sad as a kid. As like there are lonely people out there, I want to reach them with my music.
1: What's the best way to listen to your music? The best way? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I can't stand, because these days when you send your music, everyone listens to them on, you know, like uh, iPad, iPhone, and the, the speakers are so bad, and yeah. the experience of a song that you are not familiar with. So let's say you're familiar with Beyonce, and you know the song, you've heard, them in a, heard it in a club, you've heard it on the radio, mm-hmm. you're familiar with it. Then you can listen to it anywhere. I listen to everything on Spotify, on my computer, at bad quality. But... When you listen to a song for the first time, a song you're not familiar with, headphones, great headphones. Yeah. I love great headphones. I'm always with my headphones.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think when a new album by an artist comes out that I like, I lay in the dark and put on Well, you're
0: great. Most people don't do it. I wish everyone listened to my new music like that.
1: Yes. It's good to know. So you were saying that you've been independent for twenty
0: years. Yeah, so, I mean, since my, the the day after my big record came out, I I just broke my
1: yeah. So contract. what ha- what happened?
0: Um, I had a horrible deal that I, I can't even get into it. It was so bad that I'm still talking to the label mm. after twenty years. We're still you know, but I'm I'm not sure I can talk about it. Yeah, sure. Just no, it was so bad that it, it kind of it influenced my whole career. The fact oh God she's a one eat wonder, she had free from that she's a bit no. I non stop write music. I'm a real writer. I write lyrics, I write melodies, I write for other people, um I write songs for me. It's just very difficult, mainly at that time, Mm. at that time, we're talking about the 90s, for a woman to uh, be in the business unless you have top manager. So at the time, for example, uh, in 98, when I had the big record, um, was 98, I actually was uh, contacted by Prince manager mm-hmm. which was a dream wow. why because it was my one idol growing up was Prince 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 and I actually was managed by Steve Fragnoli uh, that year and uh, he got me out of this bad deal and um, I can again Tell this de- the details of how we closed that deal, but um, at least I had my freedom, which was more important to me than anything else. Mm. And with that freedom, we were supposed to sign a big record deal in New York, where I was living at the time, with Epic, I think, with David Massey was, and and then it, it didn't go through because Steve unfortunately died. Oh God! Right after, of cancer, and so. I, was, I went from, number one, manager of my idol, Prince, to no manager, no label, not rights on my old songs as much as I should have. Yeah. Because I, I fully wrote all melodies and lyrics of my songs, of that album. And, um, and I touched my absolute dream, you know, like a, let's say a little girl wants to become... Uh, space astronaut she gets to go on the spaceship like this year women are going to the moon mm-hmm. and then the day after she finds herself out of a job was like completely it was crazy so I had to rebuild myself from zero and I started just going online there was my space at the time yeah, and I put my music online and I did it that way yeah. and since then I've been basically independent and yeah, now we'll see what happens.
1: So what's it like managing everything for yourself?
0: It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's basically, I'm split into, I'm an artist in the night. I'm an artist during the day. I do, you know, all that admin. has to admin. And, um, but I enjoy it too. I enjoy it. I enjoy it because it, it, you know, it's uh, at the end of the day, your life is a challenge with yourself. And so, of course, you know, you have a great... The only step, the only point where I get a little frustrated is once I have a great song that is still... I have many songs on my computer. Mm. Many. And they're like, ah, oh, this one. Oh, I would like this one to come out. Just to share it. And you can. You can share it on Spotify. And I've, I did it for a while with the more kind of the commercial stuff. Et I, I released some stuff. But then it was like, ah... Oh, it's a bit of a waste because as you know, even Spotify, it's very kind of controlled, like all the playlists are made by Spotify. Yeah,
1: So they, and they have, spot, they have pluggers. So there are people who work at record labels now who plug to Spotify.
0: My friend works at Spotify and she told me, you know, the label make the deals. And so they, Spotify has to put all these artists that are signed to them, mm-hmm. they have to push them. So when you look at, oh, playlists to go run in the morning, they put all those artists that the labels are pushing yeah. it's not really a free market like we No, think not at all, all. it's yeah.
1: I didn't know that there were so many like jobs that existed in music mm-hmm. That there are you know people plugging to radio people who scout people who do this thing and then like there are just so many things that go on behind the scenes and it's something that I think is really interesting especially for children who want to go into the music industry and don't really know about what's available to them. Yeah. Um, So... For
0: everybody. Because we always speak about children, young girls, and it's great. They have a lot of opportunities, by the way. First of all, they have the internet. They can check everything that's happening. Mm. They can read about these things. In a second, they Google it, they find how, what's happening on Spotify. How do I push my music on Spotify? And immediately, they will know this information. But it's actually women who, you know, there is a lot of celebration of youth in our culture, and it's great. But also... We have to. We are together. Like for example, when people tell me, "Are you a feminist?" and there are many of my friends like, "Oh, I don't like to use the word. It's so old-fashioned. It's <laughs> this." It's like it's fundamental to be grateful to the people who allow you today to vote. Number one in America, at least. Mm. To there's still not a female president, by the way, in America. Uh, people who allow you to make music. It, oh, it's like the women that come before you and. Also, today on the subway here in London, it said, sometimes young people are wise and old people are ambitious. Meaning, we are all... I, as a woman, and I'm not a girl now, I'm a woman, I still want to create and make music. And that's a big revolutionary thing. If you're a woman, not even a girl, a girl wants to make music. There are many, it's great. I taught at the girls' rock camp. I'm supporting girls. Oh, forget it. It's my passion. But a woman even Madonna had problems putting out her songs cuz here BBC I think they, they didn't mm. want to play the song I don't remember oh, really? I, I don't I remember which which radio I'm sorry if I say the wrong no, thing okay. but there was a radio that did not want to play cuz she was an older female artist like older artist and it's like yeah and then you still have Rolling Stones in concert you know uh, so
1: it's something that men very are subjected, important. subjected to at all almost because they grow yeah. and they become like absolute legends women become old and they just sort of get like...
0: Yeah. And we have to be careful. Because, okay, celebrating young girls in music, promoting... But that's still in the kind of realm of, you know... The, it
1: was just, it's just... It's usual. It's but another pigeonholing sort of thing. Kind of.
0: It's cool to see a blonde girl with a guitar yeah. in her 20s. And it's great. Finally, we have those girls. And I am, again, all about it. But it's also, where are the women... After, where do the actresses and mainly singers disappear after, mm. you know, 35, 40, boom, you know, where are these women yeah. unless they are Beyonce, like the three monopolies of music, like unless they are those, it's, that's a punk rock concept. It's like, I want to see a 47 years old uh, singer rocking it out and you know.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen that often. It's also not something I've actually thought about that much, to be quite honest. And it should be. So, Free From Desire is, what, 22 years old? I guess. And it's...
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, so maybe not 22 years
0: Well, the singles. So it came
1: out in different countries at different times, Yes, exactly, exactly,
0: exactly. It was so confusing. (laughs) It was an independent, a small indie label in Italy, and in every country they had a release in a different year. It was so disorganized. Which
1: is really interesting, because you think about artists... Yeah, definitely fun. But if you think about artists now, so the one at the forefront of my brain always is Dua Lipa, and she did this massive release around, because she's not had any new music in a while. So she did this massive worldwide release where she basically released it like per hour in each country but like around the world so it's just so interesting how different things are like handled
0: but that's very organized that was very organized probably Duelipa was a very organized strategic it was like guerrilla style like Oh my God, it's happening here. Let's read the... Yeah, very different, I think.
1: So, it's quite old.
0: Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Old in, like, a wonderful way. But it's still so relevant. Like, as a DJ, I know if I play it... Yes. It'll... Everyone will start singing. And I'm happy about it because it
0: proves my it's about con it's about content it's about yeah. message
1: and it brings everyone together but to yeah. know that it's still doing that because obviously it was incredibly popular then but it's still incredibly popular now yeah. that must feel insane that yeah. you can bring so many people together it was really it was
0: really the goal when i wrote it when i wrote it i was very sad that we were all spreading like after high school we all left and each each one went to their own lives, and and I was like, "Wow, we're just everyone goes in their single little lives." And we, and I was like, "I wanted to bring everyone together. I wanted to speak to everybody. I really feel." I wrote a song, in two thousand, I think eight. It's called "I Am the World, the World Is Me," mm-hmm. and it talks about this concept of like we are all the same person. I always see this when I meet someone. it's like we're all the same person, but we had different experience born in a different place with different parents so you are me but with a completely different setup of situations and and I see the essence you know of course we're not but I and for me to have that connection with the world makes you wanna when you speak you wanna share it with everybody Mm. because you feel everybody's you and you it's like they're they're your friends like I wanna bring everyone together so now that this is happening it's for me it's almost like I can't tell you, it's not unexpected. I don't know why
1: no I love that like why not yeah Mm -hmm. it's amazing and now that it's being how do you feel about it being used for football like realistically Um, I mean realistically it's very different isn't
0: it soccer you know as growing up in Italy was really much something of the the guys like Mm -hmm. my dad would watch soccer and it wasn't my passion of course because there were no women's soccer at the time not on TV on prime time at least Um, so But I like sport. I love sports. Sport. I I prefer sport. Women's sports, for Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, And one-on-one. So I like tennis. One-on-one. Like Serena Williams against uh, whatever. Or boxing. Female boxing. Because I like that one-on-one. Because it's more my experience when I'm on stage. When I'm on stage, I'm not a band. I'm a person. So I am me against uh, the world. Like I'm (laughs) like a warrior. go on stage in front of thousands of people. And I'm like, okay, I have to. So I... Talk to a friend of mine who's a professional uh, tennis player. is like, yeah, when you go on the, you know, on the on the tennis court, mm-hmm. you are you, and you have to, you are. It's a battle with yourself. In soccer, is more like a team, uh, yeah, a team. So th- that's less the sport I connect to, but at the same time, I know. Sp- soccer is like it's basically a religion in the oh, world it's it's, it's 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 huge yeah. so in a way it's it's funny it's hilarious it's a contradiction because it's such a, a guy's thing but now i'm very happy because the french f- female uh soccer team football mm. team they are singing my song so that that excites me and the boxing champion clarissa Sh- uh, shields yeah um she also used a song, and I'm really excited about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very fun, definitely. I remember it being, I can't remember what football, I'm so bad at football, so excuse me. Ah, but there was like a tournament, too. and we were definitely singing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but I didn't even think about it. It just it became like this yeah. thing where you, like, it almost becomes...
0: Let's say the other two songs that are used in football that I remember hmm. are two songs that I love. One is uh, White Stripes, yeah. oh, oh, oh and I yeah. used to love that song. Uh, I, I love White Stripes too. And the other, we are the champions and queens, and I love that song. So, so I'm happy They're that it's in good drink. company.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's so, so true. How do you feel about performing that song now? Do you ever get bored of performing it? No,
0: never. No. Never, because the song doesn't say, touch me, baby, touch me, touch me. And I didn't... It's a message that I actually have to learn myself every day. I have to say, am I freed from desire? Like, Do I need to remind myself to be detached from the outcome and into the present, into the moment, doing what I'm doing? Because that's all we have. All we have is now. And when you attach yourself to the outcome of something, everything changes. You start becoming even you're not yourself, you're not natural, you're trying to get, you use people. Oh, I I, I need this person. Oh, what do you do? Oh, how can I use you to get there? Instead, when you are in the moment, you do things because you enjoy them, or you have to do them. Sometimes life, you have things that you have to do, but you do them. Even if when you do something you don't like, you enjoy it in the present. And so Freed from Desire was this message of detachment from the outcome, but not detachment like peace out, I'm, I'm not going to desire anything in that sense. Mm-hmm. I don't have dreams. I don't have that. De- but I do. I have a dream. I I, oh, I want to do certain things, but I don't care about the outcome because I'm enjoying the process, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's really hard to do, especially now, like in our oh, yeah. day and age with when you're seeing everyone and you're seeing what everyone else is doing and stuff. How do you feel about social media? Do you like it as a tool or...
0: I always feel I want to say more. Twitter is too short. Instagram, it's just visual. Every time I post a selfie, people, yeah, I love it. I love you. You're so beautiful. And I'm like, I don't care about posting my own selfie <laughs> and I kind of so I really want to talk more about things. So let's say I post a picture, I want to tell a story about that picture, how it happened, what happened, what mm. so maybe Facebook it is, but then I don't I don't like Facebook that much. So there is not yet one one platform where I feel I am actually coming out as who I am and yeah. express what I really want to express
1: see I thought I thought you'd be really into Instagram because of your background in photography yes yeah. yes
0: that's for sure exactly that's why I said Instagram versus Twitter yeah. but then I want to tell a story and that's why I drop photography because I would take a picture and say yeah but I want to tell a story I, I want to tell you who is that person so there's only so much you
1: pi- can capture right I guess with like one image
0: well that's a whole different that would be a different episode because <laughs> photography is can be amazing, can, can actually a picture can capture a whole world but I personally, me, felt I needed to tell more of a story then I said okay I should go into film because mm-hmm. then in the film you can tell a story um, and I tried that but it was too much of a endeavor like you need so many people when you do film yeah and at the time in particular and um, it just happened that I wanted to express uh, myself in music
1: and then you ended up yeah songwriting
0: lyrics and 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 melody brought an emotion and I don't know it's just
1: was it something that you always that always came to you naturally because songwriting for me like I wouldn't know where to start like I'm not (laughs) a natural songwriter but you're a writer yeah very different things <laughs> yes. like um so yeah that's impressive that you managed to switch from one to the other so fluidly yeah.
0: not only for me it was writing in english that's all i wanted to write i i, I love the english language
1: why it's horrible I love we're so english bored language. no god i would
0: shakespeare i love it actually is i think it's the biggest um vocabulary of all the languages
1: yeah i mean when
0: well used when, when, when
1: we're incredibly lucky that you know everyone speaks our language around the world yes. pretty much but that makes us incredibly lazy
0: that's true also, I, but I, spo- I don't I speak, speak any four languages
1: i speak no other languages i studied <laughs> french for 12 years and i don't speak french properly i can like sort of read it merde well yeah exactly <laughs> So you started your own record label, Mm -hmm. Matriarchy. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it?
0: Matriarchy Records. Perfect. Patriarchy (laughs) patriarchy, patriarchy, Matriarchy.
1: So how did that come about? It's your
0: language. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, in 2004, I I created this company in New York and based in New York. Um, My goal at the time, this was 2004, was to create a, a record label that hired women. At all levels, from uh, the artistic part, uh, mixing engineer, producers, mastering engineer to A and R, etc., etc. Why? Because at the time in the nineties, forget it, and even in the early two thousands, I I would go to meetings with record labels. No female presidents, no female A and Rs, um, no female mixing engineer, mastering engineer, nothing. And and I was like, oh my god, I can't do it. So. I wanted to start this project, and I looked for funds. I looked for investors in my own private, small circle of connections, and I couldn't find anybody. Uh, up until like a few months ago, I remember being in a at a dinner, and this very powerful woman said to a friend of mine, "Ah, I have money to invest. I want to invest in a movie, uh, and you should direct it." He said to my friend. And my friend said, well, I don't have ideas right now. And I said, he's my best friend. So I said, well, I have a great idea. Mm-hmm. Since it's so difficult to get funds to make a record, uh, but it's much easier to get funds to, to make a, a film, let's make a film of producing the first all-female uh, you know, record, written, produced, uh, yeah. mixed master, uh, A&R uh, booked uh, of yeah. the women. The first answer was like, is that legal?
1: <laughs> oh my God, and so I was hilarious. like, okay,
0: she she might not be the f- right. Is that legal? I was like, well, yeah, I think it's legal, man. And uh, and then in the past years, I, I with the, she's the music. She said so. You know, she's the music was uh, created by I think the mixing engineer of Alicia Keys, mm-hmm. which I met I, I met her actually in New York uh, at a small uh, women conference many years ago, and. Um, And yeah, they have the budget. I mean, it's Alicia Keys, it's her... Like, they have a big budget. I don't have that type of... Because people don't know and they think, oh, Gala made billions with Free From Desire. No, that did not happen, unfortunately. Um, Or fortunately, because it made me learn my own message. Hmm. Free From Desire.
1: (laughs) With the record... But that
0: was the goal of the Matriarchy Records was that. And now on She Said So, which is the group we are on together... I see that that's act, that's happening. So I see what I envision happening right now. There are many groups of women making music. It's exciting.
1: I think there are still a lot of men, though. Like, obviously, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. But...
0: But it's a different world. I mean, I wish I had this Google group we have now of women when I was a kid. It's like,
1: wow. It's incredible. We wow. are incredible. I'm like, here with you, you for that. Yeah. You can be connected to someone so quickly and share ideas and feel supported, which I think is probably yes. something that maybe you might not have had
0: yeah not at all yeah not at all not only no support but no support from the community also because it it's just I don't know it's it's, it's very hard to express mm. a reality like we looked at our mothers for example me. I look at my own mother's like, why didn't you do this and that? And we can't understand a reality from the past because as you said about, for example, traveling, the perception of traveling. Oh yeah, you went to New York when you were 16, that's cool. Yeah, there was no internet, there was no... It was like leaving forever, you know, yeah. <laughs> like a Nazi. So it's a. you have to picture a world where women were really subtly, without even knowing it, they wouldn't even think I remember asking my girlfriends you don't want to go to the movie theater on your own never I wouldn't I wouldn't even want to go to the movies by myself I'm like really <laughs> I want to go to the movies by myself and I remember in Italy I could not when I was 15 16 if I went to the movie by myself I would have a man behind me bothering me and I I couldn't believe it I, mm. I just I Realized that I was different from the other girls.
1: You seem to have been a very early adopter of feminist attitudes, yes, I think. Yes. And so it, I think it made sense that you left Italy because. Oh my god. Because I don't <laughs> imagine Italy play. to be. I would rather, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, actually, there was a research about Italy and the women in the workplace were like less than in I don't know Rwanda. It was it's cra- It was one of the worst countries for women.
1: Mm. Yeah. You've also sort of always challenged gender stereotypes, right? Yeah. So that's been like the, a- the
0: video Letter Boy Cry mm. that came out at the time, which I still receive emails and Facebook messages about it of kids. Oh, grown up kids at this point told me oh I came out to my family listening to that song, a kid from Russia kid, everywhere and at the time now you look at it, besides that the record label uploaded a very low quality which drives me crazy because it was shot in 35 millimeter, the top of the top mm. and I, I personally brought in a friend of mine at the time uh, and unfortunately they own the video but it was all me uh, uh, direct, co-directing it and I brought my friend who now won the Oscar with La Grande Bellezza wow. the DOP was uh, Luca Bigazzi and his unbelievable DOP uh, and the lighting was great but they uploaded it, unfortunately it's not good quality but the Letterboy Boy Cry video was at the time about all this concept like binary uh, gender roles, playing with gender roles, etc. It's so ahead
1: of its time so though
0: It's, it's so, it's so its funny time. I got a call from a, a producer in LA And he called me up and he's like, you know, I didn't grow up in Europe because he grew up in Ohio somewhere and now he's in LA and he's like, but I just went to Italy and I watched your video and I realized, talking to my friends, that you were like 20 years ahead on this whole like binary, uh, queer subject matter. Yeah, on not
1: having to conform to one gender.
0: Absolutely. And
1: that's insane.
0: And and the song was saying... um, I pass through noise and silence. I walk alone. It's a beautiful day. It's raining cold. Soldiers and dolls won't give away my childhood dream. I was a pirate. I sailed. I sailed free. Meaning I I didn't want to be in the box of Mm. the dolls and the soldier, like the little boys playing with it. So it was very poetic, but that was the message. And I was surprised that people understood the message because the lyrics were so poetic and kind of abstract, Mm. but they all got it. I
1: I love that. Got that good you... fans, got intelligent fans.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. I was like, how did they get them? And they say silver, I choose gold. I've never done as I've been told. It's like, it doesn't say that, but they got it.
1: It felt quite rebellious as well. Because um, mm-hmm. I rewatched it this morning. I've not watched it in a while, but yeah, I did rewatch it this morning. And I was like, all these things, because I don't know, I must have watched that years ago and rewatching it. Yeah, I had all of these thoughts being like, Oh my god, it's like what's happening now, now but yeah. on a yeah. I'm happy
0: you noticed. It makes it makes me happy because it's it's hard to get it now because when you watch the video it's it's so bland compared to what you see now because what you see now is so drastic. You see a Lady Gaga video where she's in her on the bed on her you know force <laughs> with a guy naked in the bed. So it's so and you see you know two two guys kissing in the shower is is much more in your face. Mm. That was so subtle like the kiss between the boys was so delicate they were actually brothers. Yeah. Oh, and cool. yeah, they were brothers kissing on the cheek. Yeah. But in a way, if you think about it, still that's more taboo than even pornography because if you have gay porn it's not a taboo online but tenderness and intimacy between Boys, that's still taboo.
1: No, definitely. It definitely isn't. Emotions between men as well. It's, you know, a whole other topic. A whole other topic. (laughs) So what is next for you now? So I really, I would really like to
0: um, just uh, release songs that I've been writing and writing. And uh, if I can't release them in a more organized strategic way through a label I will eventually put them out on Spotify but I'm working on trying to actually have a little support behind them and um, after so many years that you've been making music and trying etc you just live in a different way I live as I said for the pleasure of writing the songs and I you understand how um, success also it's a combination of age slash luck slash connections slash the right songs slash the right DJs da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da. and so you have to work in a different way you have to work because the work itself is the pleasure yeah the work itself is uh, what rewards you and then of course if you can share it, and today you can still share it. That's the great thing. In yeah. case you can always put it out, and somehow yeah,
1: there's always somewhere. I have to say and people that people will always yeah, find it.
0: I have to say that I am not very um, business. Uh, I'm, I'm a you know I'm a force of nature in many things. People tell me, oh "My God, you have so many energy," and but I'm not. I'm not the person who goes to the right party to make the right connection. I'm it's really quite not the person. It's energy
1: draining like, doing that though, isn't it, to be honest?
0: Yeah, it's not me. Yeah. And I realize even in situation, For example, i give you an example. In the past month, I got a request from top three DJs mm. who wanted to redo a version of myself. And anyone bus- thinking business would think, of course, let me do... A collaboration with this top DJ and mm. do that so that I get out with. And I, if I don't feel it, I don't do it.
1: Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Have there been any. Um, apart there, from the. Yeah. Because um, Blondie remade, the Will Griggs one, right? The, so the soccer song. Yeah, don't,
0: it, it unfortunately, is out of my control and the label has to. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, I don't have the power to. I mean, I have the power to say certain things. No, no, I don't mm-hmm. want this. I don't want that. Yeah. Which I try. Oh, every time I can use my power to say no, I say no. Because <laughs> I, I'm i just a purist. Uh, even Prince was saying he doesn't like covers. I can Like yesterday. I, really, every day I get a request to do a cover of Free From Desire. And everyone is like, I got a great idea. And I'm like, really? It's just like, yeah. Uh, like a billion other people who just contacted me.
1: It's really... Like in, it's like write
0: your yeah, own songs. No, <laughs> exactly. It's really in
1: vogue at the moment that people are just covering like great 90s music. It's like, yeah. it's no one make good unless, music anymore?
0: Unless the song you're covering mm. is, let's say there was a cover of, of um, um, Michael Jackson and they did a punk rock. It was fun because it's such a different thing. Or Emily King, she wrote a song that I really like and a girl did a cover that... Totally made me see the song in such a different way that I almost discovered the song that I didn't like before. But it's rare.
1: Yeah, it's not. That's not really like what's coming out at the moment, is it? It's just just people literally just copying it in a different voice, and it's just tedious, especially from a DJ point of view. Because like,
0: by the way, a guy contacted me Mm. from England the other day, and he said, "Oh." I would like to do this this new version of "Ravenous Desire" with you. Send me the production was identical to the original, is basically a copy, just to have a new master and make money. And I said, "Well, what is the reason of yeah. making this cover just to have a new master and so that you can make money on that new master? Because there is nothing you're adding to the song." And he says, "Oh, don't worry. If we can do it with you, we'll use a different singer." <laughs> and I'm like. Okay, you noble oh human being.
1: God, people are awful. Highly I'm so noble. sorry that that happened. That's yeah. just like gross, isn't it? We
0: as artists, we're here to try and keep some beauty, order, nobility. At least I feel this is my goal in life is to just someone who says something like that is just the opposite of who I am, you know?
1: Finally... What advice would you give any women who want to yeah. enter the industry?
0: But these days, I think they have a billion options and to connect with other women mm-hmm. for sure. Um, to write, 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 write their own thing that what they write is really personal. And that would be my advice, my real advice, because it's my soul's advice.
1: Yeah.
0: If they want to make it, the advice is like oh connection 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 connections <laughs> but it's not what I think will make them happy I mean what makes you happy is, is create good material that you love and you're proud of and then do it with the right people for freed from desire for example in my case I meant what I did I was really in it mm. but it was done with people that were not good. The best. <laughs> and And so that's also, yeah, you can do beautiful things, but then if you associate with people that are not on your wavelength, mm-hmm. then it can be really painful, very painful. Because when I see a cover city coming out of Free From Desire that from the font to the picture the choice of remixes the choice of DJs they choose to remix my song that is not my choice mm. it's painful to see my name on, on things that I did and, and I am so like curating everything like my new release are so curated by me you know mm. so as an artist it feels like a rape honestly I'm, I'm sorry to use this word because this word is a powerful important word but I can assure you that being public with your name, your face, and your art, what comes from you, gets used, cut, chopped in any way without your approval, it's a very... It's an abuse to to your soul, you know.
1: I would have never known, basically. I don't think that many people know, right, that that's what happens, that you don't approve these things. So having you here and talking about it is so interesting. I
0: think if Gala was born today or like you said give advice to mm. her, I would it would be a, such a different situation I think girls access knowledge online like yeah. make sure you know what you're signing
1: which is great <laughs> advice always always recontracts. contracts yes <laughs> yeah uh, thank you so much for your time okay. it's been so wonderful thank to talk you. to you if people want to find you online where do they find you and where do they find your music
0: so you can go on Spotify A Gala and I just uh, released in the past few years um, some songs uh, for a film for a movie that's called Favola. And one of the songs is called The Happiest Day of My Life, uh, which was the credit song of the film. And then another one is called Nameless Love. And my latest uh, release was a collection of all my singles of the past years.
1: Amazing. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Go and check those out for sure thank you so much for listening if you've enjoyed this episode please do rate review and subscribe it helps people to find us on itunes and thank you so much again thank you